Anybody there? Daniel. Old Testament book of Daniel. Just almost to the end of the his last major prophet. <laughs> key, key, key. Ready? And in the second year of the reign of Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar dreamed dreams wherewith his spirit was troubled and his sleep break from him. Then the king commanded to call the magicians and the astrologers and the sorcerers and the Chaldeans for to show the king his dream. So they came and stood before the king. And I want to minister to you today from this thought, when your profession is tested. When your profession is tested. Pray with me again. Father, thank you today. Lord, sweet Holy Spirit, sweet Heavenly Dove, give us wisdom, give us knowledge, and give us understanding, God, that when we leave this place, we will leave changed and renewed and refreshed in the power of your anointing, Lord God, with fresh oil with directions and guidance. We love you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. And you may be seated. Amen. When your profession is tested. I got a call the other day from an acquaintance of mine and we were talking on the phone and he says to me, he says, man, the devil has really been attacking me. And I started laughing, you know. And he could tell that I was laughing on the other end of the phone. He says, what are you laughing about? And I said to him, I said, you, you sound like that's a big surprise. <laughs> and he says, what do you mean? I says, uh, last time I checked the Bible, he's your enemy and you're a Christian. And so you, if you just think he's going to sit back and not attack you, <laughs> you sound like this is a surprise, you know. I says, that's what he does. That's his forte. Jesus told us that the thief comes not but for the steal, to kill, and to destroy. And so you can expect as a Christian to be attacked and your walk with God by the enemy of your soul. So you need to prepare yourself for this to happen and for this to transpire and for this to take place. Jesus and his apostles lets us know that in the last days that our profession is going to be tested. The word profession means not only the career that we choose, but also our confession, the thing that we confess, amen, that who we are and what we believe in is going to be pushed to the test. Amen. Everything that Jesus did was leading up to that confession and his test that was going to take place. That's why this time of the year is so unique when you study the scriptures. As you can see that throughout the gospel, Jesus had taught his disciples and he was trying to prepare them that once you get into the ministry and once you are called out of darkness uh, into the marvelous light, you're going to be test it. There are going to be some things that is going to come against you to see if you're really who you are and what you say that you are. Amen. 
The Bible lets us know in Isaiah 53 about Jesus that he was despised and he was rejected, a man of sorrow and acquainted with grief. Amen. You see, he realized that he was going to be led as a sheep to the slaughter, as a lamb dumb before his shears. He would not open his mouth. You see, the first transition of the children of Israel coming out of Egypt, Moses was told by the Lord to kill a lamb and put the blood on the doorposts and across the lintel of the posts. And when they killed Jesus and they placed him on the cross, uh, Jesus had already said in his scriptures and to his word, I am the door to the sheepfold. I am the door. Amen. By me, no man can enter in to be with the Father. Amen. So the blood had to be put on the doorposts again. Amen. If we're going to be in him, if we're going to live, we got to be in inside of the door and inside of the fold as he is the mighty God. Amen. We got to realize that our profession of Christianity and who we say we are as apostolics is going to be tested and that's why I must cling to my apostolic doctrine. I, I've got to cling to the teachings uh, of almighty God and his apostles as Paul told Timothy in 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for corrections uh, and instructions in righteousness that the man of God shall be perfect, thoroughly furnished uh, unto all good works. He told Timothy, I meant the church at Rome and Romans chapter 16, 17. He says, mark them which call offense and contrary to the doctrine which you have received and avoid them. Amen. We got to realize that doctrine is important. Amen. He gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and teachers and pastors for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, until we all come into the unity of the faith. Amen. The doctrine of Jesus Christ. You as an apostolic must hold true to your belief that he died for your sins, that he rose again and he was a buried. You must hold to the faith that as Peter said on the day of Pentecost, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost for the promises to you and to your children and to all that are of as many as the Lord our God shall call. You must believe that as Paul wrote to the church in the Hebrews 12, 14 follow peace with all men and holiness uh, without shall no man see the Lord. Uh, you've got to separate yourself uh, unto the Lord. And we heard it so beautiful this morning as Sister Parker taught us, uh, amen, about the fear of the Lord, uh, to have that reverence and respect uh, for Almighty God, amen. And when we do that, amen, it will change our lives uh, completely and we will draw to Him without fear. We will draw to Him with wisdom and knowledge and understanding 
understanding because the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and beginning of knowledge. Uh, amen. If we do not reverence him, then we're not going to make it. Amen. This is all the doctrine that, and the teachings of God because the doctrine is designed to teach you the things uh, that you need to know to bring us into that relationship with Jesus Christ. And from the doctrine flows our identity uh, as that we begin to realize who we are in Christ and who he is in us. Uh, and we let our light shine that men will see our good works and glorify our fathers which are in heaven. Uh, and we purpose and we work uh, through that doctrine and through that identity to build the unity of the faith and to build the unity of the body of Christ. Amen. That there be no division, no schism in the body of Christ. Uh, you are my brother. You are my sister. So take me by the hands and together we will work until he come. There is no foe that can defeat us uh, when we're walking side by side. As long as there is love, we can stand. Amen. God wants us to be in a united front, uh, to be together in mind and soul and spirit. Uh, as Paul says, I pray that your whole soul, body, and spirit be preserved blameless until the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, and we must have apostolic ministry. We must preach the undulterated word of God. I cannot stand behind this pulpit and preach what I think you need to hear. I must preach what God wants you to hear. You are his children. You are his foe. So my ministry must be accordant to the word of Almighty God. Uh, preach the word, Paul told Timothy. Be instant in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke with all long suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not adhere to sound doctrine, but shall heap to themselves teachers, having each in ears, and they shall turn from the truth and unto fables. But watch thou in all things, uh, making full proof uh, of your ministry. And I must find myself constantly on my face before God, uh, seeking Him for the directions uh, that He would have me to go, so that when I come before Him and worship, amen, I will come before Him with a pure heart uh, and with a pure mind, amen. My worship must be a worship that is well-pleasing and acceptable unto Him, for God seeketh such uh, to worship Him and spirit and in truth. When our profession is tested, we must have the heart as David has said in Psalms 57, my heart is fixed. My heart is fixed, O God. I will rise. I will give praise. When your back's against the wall, I think there's a song out there, Sister Michaela, isn't it? Something about when your back's against the wall, keep fighting the good fight or something. There's a song. Amen. When you got, all you got to do is just keep fighting the good fight. When Jonathan went up that mountainside with just him and his armor bearer, they got back to back. Amen. And their back was against the wall, but they fought a good fight. 
Amen. And the Bible lets us know that in the span of a half acre of land, they could kill 20 Philistines. Amen. And the Bible called that a great slaughter. Why? Because they knew that God was with them, that God had not forsaken them, and that this was of God. We must have that mindset. Amen. As David began to worship and began to praise, we must have the mindset of Job. When Job was found himself with his back against the wall, and when Job's profession was being questioned and being tested, Job says to his friends in Job 23, 10 through 12, but he knows the way that I take. And when I am tried, I shall come forth like gold. Amen. Job says, when I've been tested, when I'm put to the test, when my belief in God is risen to a point that everybody is questioning me, he's going to prove that I have held fast, that I have did what God says. And Job goes on, he says, my foot have held his steps. Amen. Notice, my foot has held his steps, not my steps, but his steps. In other words, Job says, I've walked in his way. I've walked according to what he says. I have followed him. I have listened to his words. I have followed the directions and the paths that he has laid out for me. He says, I follow mercy. I have followed truth. I have followed grace. I have followed holiness. I have followed whatever God's path was. That's the path that I have followed down. I must pick up my cross and I must follow him. There's a cross that I've got to bear if I'm going to follow him. Paul says, you follow me as I followed Christ. And Job goes on, he says, and his ways have I kept and I have not declined from the words of his mouth. Nothing have I gone back from. I must not look back. I must press ahead. As Paul says, brethren, I count not myself to have apprehend, but this one thing I do. I forget those things which are behind, and I reach forth and those things which are before. I press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. We must profess a good profession. We must hold on to the things of God. I must walk in his steps. Amen. I must not go back. The children of Israel wanted to go back, and we see what took place. Paul writing to the church of the Hebrews in 10.23, said, let us hold fast to perfection of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful and promised. Everything God has promised us, he'll do. Amen. Fret not, little flock. Is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Amen. So he, we must let our profession hold fast. Amen. Our confession of faith without wavering. This is why James says if a man waver, amen, he's, he's double-minded and all his ways. We must be solid. We must be steadfast. We must believe no matter if they talk about us, no matter what they say about us. Amen. Your confession. That's a good sign. 
mind. When people start talking about you being apostolic, when they start ridiculing you, when they start talking about you, as long as you're true, don't worry about it. Jesus says, blessed are you when men shall persecute and revile you and say all matters of evil falsely for my name's sake. He says, rejoice, for so they prosecuted the prophets which was before you. You're the salt of the earth, but if the salt has lost its savor, wherewith shall it be salted? You are the light of the world. You are a city set on the hill that cannot be hidden. He's called you out of darkness to his marvelous light so you can reflect him in this lost and dying world. Amen. So let your light shine. Amen. If you confess to be a Christian, be a Christian. (laughs) Praise God. Don't let the testing trouble you. You've been given power. Use it. God says, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing but any mean shall harm you. There's no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against you in judgment, you shall condemn. Why? Because that's your heritage. That's what he said. This is the heritage of the children of the Lord. But the righteousness is of me. And when the enemy shall come in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. Leave your promises. How would you like to have been Simon Peter? Flip pages with Simon Peter. How would you like to have been Simon Peter? Here it is, just before Easter. Your best friend, or one of your friends, and your apostle buddy just had his head chopped off by the king. Just before. And he's saving you in prison to after Easter to cut your head off. How would you like to have spot? What Peter did? He went in. He went. He just took his shoes off Sister Vicky and sleep. He was sleeping so hard, the angels had to come in and get him out of jail. <laughs> Amen. Because I believe, at the scripture, Peter says, I ain't done yet. This is told in, in John 21, I think it is, a 2021 year old. <laughs> They're going to read just right. Peter's all about 30, 40-something years old at this point. He's thinking, I ain't old yet. I ain't going to die. He was standing on the promises. Let's go to sleep. <laughs> you might as well chill and wait. But we heard, I will deliver you. Why? Because you have known my name. Amen. He knows us and we know him. So you don't have to worry. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew them. Shall mount up with wings as well and not be weary. Confession. Amen. You just wait for one purpose. To reflect on because you're going to a better place. And if you don't live out your confession, I'll make it, and then you what you are, and you're going to be tested that time. But believe you, and then you're you kind of like He went through these same things. He laid the foundation work for you and I. Understand, this is what Paul says. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you're able to stand against the wilds of the devil. The rest are not against what? Principalities, against powers, against the rulers of this world, against spiritualness and high places. Amen. Your enemies are the same. But always remember, greater is he in the world. Praise God. Stephen and Acts number wait the table. But didn't think he was going to have to confess before people of what he believed, but just wait feeding people. What did he do? He found himself having to give an account of what he believed in. It's not it question me about my faith and what I believe. I might as well let you it takes them all the way from Genesis, all the way to where Jesus was died and he was crucified. Scripture. Amen. You read Acts chapter seven. 
She has Stephen lays it out as beautiful as one can lay it out. Then he called him a bunch of stiff neck. They stoned him. They killed him. All because of what he believed in. But by killing him, they brought a young man to Paul, who would later write the most in books of the Amen. In the Bible, amen. Because when you people cry, I probably out. Everybody is going to realize the way ISIS is knocking all those people's heads and killing them. Amen. There's rising up says, wait a minute. If they're willing to die for Jesus Christ, there's got to be. And I need to investigate. I to look at this. Listen, somebody's knowledge of the Lord Jesus says, except the grain of wheat fall in the ground and dies, it abides alone. Some 30, some 60, some 100. Some people persecute you. When they talk about you and I, just rejoice. Just get excited. Just tell them Jesus loves you. Amen. Just don't be afraid to confess your faith. I was talking to a young lady the other day in Walmart over in Plymouth, and I stopped her. She was one of the, the, uh, the workers there. And we, I said, uh, Do you need news? I said, What's the news? And I said, She said, Oh, no. She said, I don't believe in that stuff. She said, I gave you a time ago. I'm a pagan. I'm a pentagram right here. But if we stood there, as she was I was just coming to you to know Jesus loves you. Jesus cared for you. He died for you. I don't care on your arm. I don't care how much you believe this, but I've come to tell you he still loves you. That is, I told her that, and as far as I believe it, on her arm, there was a guy told me that Jesus loved me. And when she hit rock bottom, I wake up and realize just Jesus. Sisters, that's got to be our desire. Amen. That is it. in Christianity. I don't. But what you believe, that's okay. I want you to know Jesus still loves you. And Jesus still died for you. And live, amen. Key to this whole religious thing. As Paul said before Felix, before Festus, as he says, I thank my God. King, amen. I'm happy that I have this opportunity to stand before you to testify Jesus Christ. Is he reason with judgments and righteousness and fears to come? Felix, and I'll call for you a more convenient season. But we see that he never called for him as far as we know. But it's not possessing and possessing this faith before kings and before men. Amen. When he stood before King Agrippa, this just told him, Paul, much warning has made you mad. You'll be. Agrippa says, Paul, you almost persuaded me. Paul says, go king, not only you, but all that hear me this day will be both persuaded and almost. I believe Paul was saying, if I can get them almost there, I mean, God can get them across the line. If I can get someone to start to think and to believe just a little bit, God can take that seed, plant that seed, and bring them into the fold as well. Because will not accomplish that. Set it to do. Praise God. Profess your faith. A good way to go. Paul told Timothy, to faith. Lay hold of life, one and two, thou art also called. And had just a good profession before many would. I give thee charge in the sight of God who quickens all things before Christ Jesus, who before Pontius Pilate's witness a good confession, that thou keep this commandment without spot and rebukable unto the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ, which in times he shall show who is the blessed and only potentate, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. First Timothy 6, 12 through 16. Praise God. If we say we're Christians, ready. King Nebuchadnezzar, notice he had a dream. Excuse me. He summons astrologers. Get them in and get them in here now. See, he, because all those read signs and knew this stuff, 
So he's troubled. So get him in here because I'm right now. And so you finish reading chapter 2 there, you find what, I, what happens. They come before the king. Because I had a dream. You tell us a dream and we'll tell you the answer. <laughs> Go, I don't have it. So now you better get it. <laughs> or else I'm going to chop you in pieces. And the king would have Daniel. And Daniel says, oh, why is the king's judgment so quick? Give us a chance here. So he goes to Shadrach, Nehemiah, and Abednego. Man, we've got an urgent situation here. And I'm just paraphrasing. So we've got an urgent situation. Man, we need to get all of God. Find out. But they, you know, they, was, they was looked at as well. You know? and, and you see from that point, Daniel is elevated because God reveals to him the dream of King Nebuchadnezzar. See, when you a good faith, uh, profess a good confession of the truth of God, God will give you the words to say what Jesus says. Don't worry about what to say. The Holy Ghost will tell you what to say at the right time. Amen. We're elevated. To, but then the king didn't learn his lesson. It's <laughs> an image that he wants to bow to his image. And music that everybody was bowing down to. Right, Meshach, and Abednego. Amen. And the king says, Is there a shed right, Meshach, and Abednego? God in my image. Amen. Now, when you hear the flute for your deduction, when you hear all this music, you know, it's not going to into the fire furnace. Amen. They just good confession. We're not coming to answer you in this night. God, whom we serve, we're not going to bow to your image. Amen. So, as hard as you want, don't worry about it, King. We're not going to worry. We're not bowing to your image. Amen. Because they are confessing a good faith of Jesus Christ. Amen. Peter, James, John, all the apostles before us. Amen. They had their faith tested at some point or another. And we're not going to be any exception to the rule. We just need to put it in our minds now that when it comes against us, I am standing strong. I'm going to confess my faith before a lost and dying world into a people just like has told me to do. Because I have nothing. For my God to do. And as the writer of Hebrews 11 in the faith chapter says, and day, amen, for the time of faith, to tell of Gideon, and Rock, and Jacob, and David, and Samuel, and in the faith, to do king, receive gifts, stop the mouths of lions, quench the fires, and then I witness, escape the edge of the world, by him in flight, women receiving their dead to life again, others with tales, destroying mothers, destroying gins, amen, not accepting the that they might attain a better resurrection. They gave us an example of why we must stand what we believe in. Amen. So what will you do when your profession is tested? Will you stand or will you be fearful? Waited are you? Says, who should separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulations, distress, persecutions, nakedness, peril, a sword? He says, as it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. It is sheep. He says, nay. And means we are more than conquerors. Him that love us. For I am persuaded that neither life, nor death, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is. Jesus, uh, my Lord, amen. Wrote to Hebrews, uh, he says, Beloved, I am persuaded uh, of better things of you, things that accompany salvation. But God is not in labor of love, uh, which you have shown to his name, and that you have ministered to the things and do minister. And we just, everyone who shall listen to the fullness of the whole Because when God made promise to Abraham, he could swear by no greater. He swore by him, surely bless, and I will bless you, and multiply, I will multiply. So after he patiently endured it, Amen. Today, for you. You've got a streets of gold. You've got gates of perils. You've got mansions.
But I come to tell you, profess your faith. Uh, don't give up. Tonight, mouth and in your heart is the word of faith which we that if we trust the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that God raised them from the dead, be saved. Amen. Let's stay in this. Hallelujah. Praise God. If you're here this morning and you don't have the power of the Holy Ghost, Amen. I want you to know that it's a free gift from God and you can have it. Amen. Peter said, just repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the Holy Ghost. This morning, I shall be anointed with fresh oil. Today, maybe that's what Paul meant when he says, I thank my God I speak in tongues more than you all. That fresh every day. And you draw nigh to God. When you get in contact with God, amen, it shall be fresh. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is, amen, let it bubble over. Jesus. Excuse me, springing up until eternal life. Amen. It will always be amen, so that you'll be refreshed and renewed day by day because water makes stuff lives. The water, if you don't have the power of the Holy Ghost, you don't. Right? Amen. You want your well to be bubbling over, and the more you draw water out of water, the more it keeps coming in. Aren't you glad? Praise God. Well, it's a bubbling. It's a bubbling. It's a bubbling. And oh, I feel it. Since Jesus made me whole, don't understand it. But this one thing I know is bubbling, 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 bubbling. Is I gotta get the motions. Is bubbling, 